0: Rewinding Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind.
1: My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM 95.9.
0: Wow, very good evening to you. Welcome to the show. It really seems like this cold, rainy weather is following me. Last week I was in Durban and the weather this evening is pretty much the same as it was there. Not sure what's going on with the weather and what's in store for us tomorrow. I do hope that the sun gets a bit of time to shine tomorrow. Now, while we wait for that, let me tell you what's coming up tonight. A one million rand dinner bowl. Have you ever had one of those? We do the calculations. So many of us don't realize that we're spending thousands of rands on those fancy dinners. Our woman on the move is completely... Competing with the best when it comes to washing clean. Mayemo Lambani owns a digital marketing agency called Fearless Trends and a dishwashing liquid called Spotless. And Sepo Ramapakela is our money lessons feature this evening. He's one of the founders of Burnt Onion Productions. Welcome to My Money and Me. <laughs>
1: My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan.
0: Right, let's get into it. So we're talking about a 1 million rand bill on your restaurant dinner. I don't know if you've ever done the calculations of all the dinners that you've gone to, how often you go out, but it's really about compounding. Um, like how you have compounding interest, it's compounding those bills, pulling it all together and doing a full-on calculation. My guest this evening is Younger Nozabela, Investment Associate from Canon Asset Managers. A very good evening to you. Thank you for joining me. Hi, um, Uh Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks so much. So, Younger, I mean, we're looking at the one million rand dinner. There was a really interesting article on business tech recently, and they're looking at compounding, um, looking at pulling all of these bills together. I don't think we actually do that. We go out for those dinners. Yes, we have a bit of an entertainment budget. We know for the month we've been out two or three times in the month. We may have spent probably about a thousand, two thousand, depending on how, how big your family is. Or whether you're going out as a couple and what you're actually dining on, because you can get you know uh, low point, middle point, and high range restaurants. But I mean, how often do we actually look at this? I mean, I, I just thought this was so interesting. I mean, who actually does a calculation and comes up with one million rand on a restaurant bill? Exactly. Okay, so basically, the point I was trying to make here is, you
1: know, I suspect that you know, like you say, um, sometimes we Spend, um we spend money on you know these unnecessary spends that you don't even realize accumulate over time but if you actually took a step back and just worked out how much you're actually spending um you might realize that you actually have a have a gap that you could redirect towards investing and so what I've done here I, I basically um, get that using an example of someone who say if you invest sorry if you spend money let's say 500 grand. Uh, towards take out, um, you or even a thousand, instead of um, eating out on a daily basis, you could maybe cut that back a little bit, and maybe invest half of that towards um, long-term investment. So, yeah, so I think most most of us um, we we hardly actually look at our budget to see, or rather our our bank statements to see where our money is actually going, and that's something that I think we need to you know, we need to do on a regular basis.
0: Okay, so take us through maybe uh, an easy calculation. I'm looking at the one that I have in front of me on, you know, just doing a really easy one, one cent, two cents. You're basically doubling all this money every day. Um, And if you start off like that in day 30 uh you have quite a substantial amount of money i mean if we had to just add that if we use that kind of model with the amount of money that we're spending on dinner we could have that substantial amount to put in an investment yes so basically this was just to to to
1: drive the point home that if you even the smallest amount of money has the potential to grow exponentially. Mm. So this was just to, you know, to show, um, to our readers and our listeners that if someone gave you two options and said to you, um, would you like 30,000 rands today or do you want, um, a magical change with thousand value um, for 30 days? I think it's a face value. Uh, the option of 30,000 rands seems more appealing, but if you actually think about it, um, on an exponential basis, would realize that the spend, is it doubles up daily, to actually end up in a far better position compared to the 30,000 rand option.
0: So I think, Younger, I think the most important part of this is really, uh, I mean, yes, putting aside that money that you would be spending on a dinner, but I think the most important part of this is time and having the patience.
1: Absolutely. And you know, I think, um, I know I've done this um, in the beginning of my career where I maybe, you know, just kind of put off investing thinking, okay, now I'm just going to wait for a better time in the future way I have more money to invest. But what you don't realize is that you're actually wasting much time that you can't get back. Um, the most important factor when it comes to investing for long term is, is the time more than the amount. So even if you have 5 grand or 10 grand or 50 grand or a 100 grand, if you just start investing today, um, I mean, you'd be surprised at how much you can have. If you just put keep putting in the money consistently for 20 or even 40 years or even as long as you can. So it, it's more the time that actually matters when it comes to compound, compound growth.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, how do we actually bring this... How how do we make this practical and how do we make it a reality? So, I mean, people also say that, you know, we need to live. I mean, you know, once in a while we'd like to go out for a dinner or if you may be a single person and it's just easier for you to do the takeouts uh, because, you know, you're not necessarily just going to cook for one person. It might just be easier that way. I mean, how do we make that a reality? How do we get people to see the upside of yes. this Le- leave that so, aside or maybe take a portion of that how do we get them to get into it
1: so i think yes, yeah, you're right and i mean we we work hard so every now and then we do this to treat ourselves but i think the difference between like if, if it's someone who takes it's take out or even does her nails on a on a, on a much more regular basis like mm. if you take out um, on a daily basis, instead of doing that daily, maybe just doing that once a week. That saving that you make from from making that switch is what could actually help you in the long term. So it, it's not necessarily to say that people shouldn't uh, treat themselves or that they don't deserve that, but it's just about being mindful of what you're spending your money on and just trying to find that balance.
0: Afropolitans, if you've just joined us, I'm talking to younger Nozebele, and she's an investment associate with Canon Asset Managers. And we're talking about the money that we tend to spend. To spend on dinners or takeouts um, you know um, you know that extra kind of spending outside of your groceries and, and we're looking at you know if you could actually take a portion of that and start saving it you could have a good pot of money to actually make a substantial investment going forward if you have any questions for younger please give us a call the number is 086 double zero double zero nine five nine but, Younger, take me through some practical examples of how people actually grew their nest eggs. Thank you can you please repeat that so much I didn't get that I'm saying give me some, some kind of, um, give give me a few examples of how people, I mean I'm looking at, at, uh, at the article um, in which uh, you know your input in this article and they're looking at you know over 40 years if you want, if you have somebody young that feels like 40 years is too long we know the time game is really important but if even if yes. you had to do it over 10 years or 20 years um, a small yes. portion that would still accumulate over time absolutely
1: and it's not just money we spend um on food i mean sometimes uh, we spend money like a lot of money on expensive items such as you know luxurious bags or uh, designer clothes and things like that so it's just about um understanding that if you if you are committed towards having you have an investment goal and you're committed towards achieving that goal um, you would have to actually make some sacrifice one way or, an- or another. So it's just about, you know, thinking um, for your future spouse to say, if I make this small sacrifice and I just put it away on a consistent basis, would I be happier mm. 10 years or 20 years or 30 years? So it's just about thinking for the future um, rather than the now, and, you know, the short-term satisfaction that we get from, from you know, from these um, little treats that we buy for ourselves.
0: I mean, you've been in this game for a long time. I mean, how often do you talk to people that actually monitor and um, sit down, do the calculations at the end of the month and look at how much they've actually spent on takeouts and and, um, and yeah. dinners out? Yes, yeah, so I think the main thing, Sumitra, is that it's discipline, right? It's not just going to happen. You have to
1: actually, I think you need to be committed enough to your goals. Um, and I think also one of the ways to manage um, being consistent is actually um, having an automated process in place. If you just work out your your budget and you see how much you can afford to put away, instead of relying on yourself to actually go go and get them the money invested, you can maybe just set it up so that it goes off automatically, so you don't have to think about it. Um, I would obviously I would recommend um, an amount that you can to them with. Uh, you don't have to you know, start with the high numbers. If you can only find a gap of even just 50 UN, um, If you do that
0: consistently,
1: it will make a difference.
0: I think that, I think you raise a really important point because often people say there's, not, there's nothing there to save. Things are so tight. We have bills to pay and, um, you know, and and, and yeah. just, you know, just getting by, paying for electricity, paying for water, paying for rent or paying for the bond. I mean, you know, these are your basics that you need to pay for every month. And often people would say, but there's so, so little, what do we do with that? Um, and, and you raise a really important point. You can start with as little as 50 rand. Take us through that compounding. I mean, uh, you know, over... 10, 20 years you could still make something.
1: Absolutely. And you know, it could be an expensive haircut or if you I know for me, um, for, I think for I'm um, gifted when it comes to doing my own hair. So one of the changes that I had to make was I had to you know, decide, you know what, I don't actually need a hairdresser to do my hair on a monthly basis. There's certain things that I can do myself. And so if you if you do have a way where you can, you know, do stuff for yourself instead of hiring someone to do it for you so that that would be an option to consider. You just have to be disciplined about it and just know that you have a goal that you have put in place and you have to be committed to
0: it. It's, uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's the discipline part. It's always much easier said than done. It's actually getting down to doing it um, and then waiting it out, right? Yes, so I
1: always, um, I think when it comes to, you know, investing in, Investments that are aggressive in nature that are suitable for, for long term investment. Um, I think sometimes if you, for so the type of person who panics, then they look at their statement. If, they, for example, you invested a thousand rands today and you look in um, 30 days' time and you see right now the value of your portfolio to be 950. I think naturally, you know, you could just um, panic and just want to take your money out uh, and forget what, you know, what your initial intention was in just setting up the investment. So I think that's why, for me, what I do, personally, is that for so i invested in something that I know is long-term and is aggressive, uh, sometimes it's best you know, to just let the professional do the management of the funds instead of you know, looking at my account on a daily basis because I will be tempted you know, to act. So I think that's just maybe one of the things that you have to keep in mind if you, if you work with a, an investment manager and they're managing mm-hmm. the funds for you. Um, perhaps just if you have questions, rather than um, taking the money out, it it might help you to just pick up the floor and speak to your financial advisor to understand
0: why your account is in that position instead of taking the money out. That's it. You know, uh, reading this article, I mean, you had really practical examples of how you can actually save for your retirement. And often when you speak, especially to young people, they haven't Thought of that as yet. They haven't thought of retirement annu- annuities. And often, when we, you know, it's not always that you get into jobs now that, uh, provide you with pension funds and provident funds um, the freelance world yeah. is becoming bigger and you have to take care of that on your own so while yeah. you know while you're still buying time um, you know and you you haven't actually gone out and got a um, you know a, a retirement annuity or any sort of product to help mm-hmm. you you could actually put this savings away and you could have I mean I'm looking at the I'm looking at the example that you've got here over 40 years if you save, how much was it, like 125 rand? And with annual returns of 12% and in inflation still at, well, at yes. 6%, you would come up with close to a million rand at 65 years of age, and that's if you started at 25 years old. Yes, and just to um, emphasize,
1: this is based on uh, on past data, and mm. I just you kind know, of mention that. Uh, it's no indication of what the future holds, but uh, it is based on what the market has done, what you know, it's been, institutions have done. So that's what my numbers are based on. But um, yeah, like you say, I think most of us, especially when we're young, we're just coming out of our city. Uh, retirement is the last thing on, on our mind. And honestly, I, I feel like financial literacy is just one of those subjects that should be introduced um, at schools. From, from, low, from much lower grades so that, you know, people can grow up with that thinking um, to say, okay, I have to think about my future, but it not just end now. I do have a future that I need to think about. So I think if we were taught to kind of have that, to have that kind of thinking, um, I think our, our savings rate would be at a much better rate.
0: Uh, the financial you know I wish we 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 should actually pull out the tapes of every person we speak to because the fact that financial literacy is not taught in schools I mean it's it just comes up over and over everyone says that this is a must it needs to be done but I do think that our young people are um, more uh, more savvy with their money Um, they are picking it up and information is readily available and you'd get You'd get some young people saying to you, "But look at—I mean, if I had to put, start saving my money, right now we're not getting a really good interest rate in terms of savings, right? So the interest rate is low. It's good for other things, for you know, uh, uh, taking out uh, loans and and bonds if you're buying a house. But if you're actually yeah. saving, it's not much. So what would what would?" be some of the options for people that are wanting to start out small, get out there and also get the best return on their money?
1: Yeah. So I think for for long term investors um, I think equity uh, would be the way to go. And I was just looking at the numbers um, this afternoon, actually. I think the, equi- the equities market has averaged about um, 15% or so, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So I think for someone who, who is in fact looking for long term, and like I said, this is not to say the equities will continue to do that in the future, but you have to, what, what, what history has taught us is that um, equities have actually outperformed um, um, assets such as cash in the long term. So if you're looking to invest, for long term. Um, I think um, equity is, is the place is one of the places where you know, you should probably consider us putting money
0: going back to what you were saying earlier is that you need to understand on whether you're going to panic or you're going to be comfortable leaving that money in, um, you know, in a, in maybe something more aggressive in a, um, an aggressive product that would bring you higher returns. But you also, you really need to understand your profile. You need to understand what type of person you are um, to understand what type of investor you will be. So if you are going to panic, then you need to put it yeah. into something less risk averse, and you know if you are yeah. somebody that's you know has enough money and you want to put this and you you know you you willing to take the you know the gamble. I would I would use the word gamble, but um, but if you're willing to take that higher risk, then you can go for that. But I think it's important to understand the type of person you are um, in order yes. to put your money into the different products. Yes,
1: absolutely, and I think it's not just about. You know, the, the, your investment um, horizon. You you might have um, forty years dedicated towards investing, but if you, if you know yourself, if you know you're the type of person to to pull her funds out as soon as the market dips, mm. uh, perhaps um, going completely aggressive it is not the best solution for you. So that's why it helps to actually sometimes speak to financial advisors to kind of find yourself to you know to understand. What type of investor you are, and you can only understand that by actually, um, you know, having a analysis, having an analysis done on 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 yourself. So you have to really understand um, what type of investor you are
0: this was such an interesting discussion and I think that uh, you know it, it will it's food for thought actually we would go back and just look at how much we spend so even if you you know you're doing a small takeout, a hundred bucks or fifty bucks and you know you go out for one nice fancy dinner a week and you know once you add it up you spend you know a hundred rand here two hundred rand there and maybe five hundred on you know the nice fancy mm-hmm. dinner it actually adds up Um, adds up. um and and if you if, if you t- just cancelled one of those dinners and just took that money, the five hundred bucks or the two hundred bucks and just put it away, I mean you could very easily have a million bucks in your account um yeah. within you know twenty thirty years um, and that's a nice that's not a nice part of money, and you don't need to you don't need to wait. I mean you can do it um from yeah. now if you're a young person, you can start you know even with fifty bucks, as you were saying younger yes absolutely i
1: mean one small change is really all that you need to make there will be of course but if you can just cancel out uh um, one thing that you know for sure you don't need um you can do the rest over time but i think if you can just start off with one thing that will definitely get you somewhere and you know like i pointed out in my scenario here to say if you put away of million, given the huge returns and inflation you could end up close to a million and i think cost- someone that could be the difference between a comfortable retirement and maybe a stressful one so you really just need to think for your future self that's, that's it.
0: the point I was trying to make yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for your input, Younger. That was very useful. Um, and um, yeah, thanks for joining me on the show this evening. Younger Nozibela, investment associate, Canon Asset Managers. Very interesting. If you have some time, check out that article. The calculations are there as well. It's so interesting to see how your money can, uh, you know, add over time. And apart from actually putting it into an investment product where it's going to grow for you, you can actually just put it into the bank just with the savings. It just compounds and you, and you, end up with a, a nice little pot of money, and I promise you once you start saving and you see that money growing, it is addictive. so just start even if you 're starting with twenty bucks a day, just start somewhere and grow that so thanks so much to younger coming up next, we are talking to a young entrepreneur um, she started a dishwashing liquid called spotless and she 's out there on the shelves competing with the best rewinding rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind visit kayafm.co.za for more